It's time for Larry News Boss. My guest tonight, he is the Mark Knight. Thank you for joining the program. Thank you for having me. Of course, of course, you're always welcome on this program. Yeah, you may notice that I'm wearing a San Diego Padres hat, brown and yellow. Very nice. Uh, You won't notice that I am rubbing CBD lotion into my leg, but I am doing that. Oh, yeah? (laughs) Well, I I notice your shoulders moving in a circular motion. That must be the rubbing action. That's what's going on. I I have some CBD lotion, and I did squirt a gob onto my hand, and I needed to get rid of it. Oh, just, you just, it's not even, are you doing it for pain, or are you just like, I need to get rid of this lotion? Well, I saw the lotion, and as I was listening to the song, I just like almost subconsciously hit the CBD because it was associating it with chill vibes. Oh, okay. And I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. And for those of you listening at home, now is a good time to light up a joint, pour yourself a double scotch, or uh, refill that hypodermic. Whatever yeah, you need to do to chill out. Our favorite batting average on this show is 420. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Batting average 420. On base percentage 420 and ERA 420. ERA it's 4- not the best, but you could stay in the majors. Yeah, that's that's like you you could be an innings eater for that. Yeah, 420 whip. I don't know. No, then you're probably not long for this world. Probably not. <laughs> yeah, you might have to go coaching some high school somewhere. Yeah. Did you injure your leg or? You just, you um, just, I did, but this is unrelated. I, it was actually gifted to me as like a thing to rub into my shoulders before bedtime to mm. like go to sleep easier, but that's not what I chose to do with it this time. <laughs> yeah. That your shoulder is not on your thigh. Uh, not at all. Do you think it works? I honestly, I'm not sure. Like I've, I've tried a few different CBD products, mostly not bought by me. And I, couldn't tell you if like anything I'm feeling is placebo effect or not. Mm. It's not like noticeable enough that I'm like, I'm definitely like ingesting like a foreign chemical that's doing something to me. Yeah. I also once, like, uh, someone once had some lotion and I like, I took some, put it on my shoulder area. I didn't feel anything different. Yeah. I don't know. Well, um, speaking of injured arms and needing some sort of shot or and or lotion the padres had uh two of their two of their starting pitchers get cortisone injections last week right Mm, and is there this is lame and uh clevenger yeah is it lame or lamet i think it's lamet lamet (laughs) so i got neither (laughs) neither of those choices (laughs) Okay, so ha- what is the latest you've heard on those two? Um, it seems like Denilson Lamet, they're more optimistic that he can at least appear in the series. Clevenger 
more and more looking like he may not mm. appear at all against the Cardinals. That's a disappointment. I mean, he was yes. the he was the crowned jewel of the trade deadline. Yep, it's true. They really went all in with him, and it could be in trouble. So we'll see. Yeah. Well, I hope their bats are enough. I think they don't have a terribly difficult opponent in St. Louis. What, what can you? No. What do you? What do you think about St. Louis this year? Um, I everything. I've seen says that like for as underwhelming as all the numbers are, they actually seem to have gotten kind of lucky. Like they have almost no pop in their lineup. I think they're like most prolific home run hitters tied with seven apiece, which is yeah, even in a short season, pretty horrible. Uh, and then the pitchers, Jack Flaherty was supposed to be their big guy going into the year. He has, not been great. And they've basically gotten by with some really luck-based performances from guys like Adam Wainwright. Mm-hmm. Adam Wainwright. Wow. Still in the league. Still uh yeah. still riding off that amazing curveball to Carlos Beltran. Yep, that one pitch. Yeah. <laughs> That's all he he's ever to, done. He gets yeah. to be in the league until he's forty. Yeah. For that. Um, yeah, so who's who's supposed to, if um, Lamette can't go, who's probably going tomorrow at, in game one? My guess would be Davies. I mean, even since we spoke last about the Padres, where Paddock had not taken, like, a superstar turn, but I think that people had hoped for him, but he'd been, like, a serviceable pitcher, and now, since then, it's only gotten worse. He's in a perfect world would not be starting in this series for them, but he's probably going to be their game two guy. Mm. No choice really. Yeah. Yeah. That's a disappointment because this is an exciting team. I hope they make it past this round so we could see what they do with Clevenger and Lamette. I mean, despite the energy or the injuries, I think it's still, they lucked out with the opponent. Essentially. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I think them, Miami maybe would be a nice opponent. Sure. Just because it's like, I still don't believe it that they're a playoff team. I mean, the thing with Miami is more like those, like they have those exciting young arms that could catch you by surprise. The offense still is weird, but like they have some talented young pitchers. Whereas like the Cardinals really like, you can't really point to any part of that team and be like ah this is an obvious strength yeah and and as you said even if flaherty is struggling it's like what do they have really yeah yeah and um and larusa is not there so they don't have him yeah that manager magic yeah they don't yeah to get more than this make the sum greater than the or the whole greater than the sum of the parts yeah there's no pujos isn't there roland's not there edmonds I think so. Serious question now. Yeah. Okay. So, do you think um, uh, San Diego's offense is enough? San, their offense and their bullpen is enough to carry them through this series. I do. Uh, I mean, it's like this weird thing where, like, an ideal first round opponent for where they're at, because it's just like 
it'd be even like in their diminished state, they're obviously the better team. Yeah. Well, they have the second best record in the NL. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing is it's like it lined up perfectly in the first round. And then it's just like absolutely brutal that they would play the Dodgers in the second round if they got through this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing we could really do about that. Um, so to go through their lineup a bit, um, Trent Grisham has been their leadoff hitter for a lot of the season, right? Is he still yes. in that spot? How is he? Mm-hmm. I know he's very good defensively. I saw his numbers. I looked up his numbers recently on Fangraphs, and he had like one of the yeah. best defensive ratings. Um, has he been hitting at all? I mean, for the season, three fifty-two OBP, which is not bad for. It's good enough to be a okay leadoff guy, I think, especially like. The 10 stolen bases don't hurt. Yeah. So it's like he's getting on base enough. He runs. He's got a little bit of pop. They could even hit him further down. But I think it's just like at a certain point, you can only have so many guys hitting three, four, five. Yeah. <laughs> three to be exact. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. I do sort of wonder if they could put a better hitter, though, at the top of the lineup. But he's, he's as you said, he's good enough. And then you have. I mean, yeah, He's going through, I don't know who the guy would be because you have, I mean, Myers, Machado, and Tatis are the only guys with better OBPs, but they all hit 15-plus home runs. So then you're sacrificing a lot of RBI opportunities for those power guys. Right. And then it's like Cronenworth is essentially the same OBP. I'm just not sure who the guy would be if not him. That's true. That's that's a very good point. Um, yeah, so so he's our leadoff hitter. Up second, Fernando Tatis Jr. Uh, yeah. He's good. Very good. He's very good. They stole him in a trade with the White Sox. Yes. He, uh, yeah, I mean, he's having a year that's in, he's in the running for NL MVP, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think he's going to win that? I hope so. I'm just like, it doesn't, it's such like a weird thing. Like, I feel like he deserves it. I'll say that. Yeah. 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 If I'm looking at um, offensive war for this, I mean, Freddie Freeman had another great year. Yeah. Mookie Betts as well. But yeah, I like, I like Tatis Jr., especially playing shortstop which is one of the most important positions. And he's cool as well. And the stolen bases. Yeah. It's just like the the combination of the power, the stolen bases, and what he's done for this team. Because it's like, yes, like Freddie Freeman had a great year, but like just the talent, like Atlanta had already arrived and like you could, if you subtract Freddie Freeman, what's Atlanta versus if you sub- subtract Tatis from this team? Yeah, he really does seem like their identity, even though they're getting, yeah. I mean, big contributions from Machado and other guys in the lineup. Um, but yeah, it does seem like Tatis has kind of put these guys on the map. And yeah. he's, uh, he's a spark plug. I was watching, it was a few weeks ago. I think it was like... a. Uh, Saturday game on Fox where the announcers were talking to him as he was in the field 
like playing the ground ball like during an inning. I, it's like I don't know how he's and he's like he's talking to the announcers and in between sentences he's yelling stuff out to the third baseman or whatever <laughs> where to position. It's like how does anybody have that concentration? That is crazy that they were doing that. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, this mic'd up world we live in. <laughs> we're all just mic'd up. Yep. <laughs> okay. Um, let's talk about... Uh, well, stay on the lineup for a bit. Machado has had a huge resurgence year. Yes. He's been great. He has 16 home runs. Yes. And Will Myers, Mike. My- my goodness, 15 home yeah. runs. And he just... Out of nowhere. Yeah, and hasn't cooled off at all, which is fantastic. Now, I wonder if this like season was almost tailor-made for Will Myers. So it feels like every year has like a stretch where you're like, Will Myers is a good player. And then you look at the whole year and it's completely underwhelming. And mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, they just caught <laughs> that sort of like fiery stretch that Will Myers has. Yeah, it was just, just long like, enough right, to catch over, it. and we never get the drop off. Right. Uh, I was talking to uh, Mike Sauce about the Reds yesterday, mm-hmm. and he was saying that Joey Votto, he usually starts the season in kind of a slump, usually like hits under two hundred, or not usually, but a lot of times does in the first month or two, and then kind of fine tunes his swing. And then around June, July, really gets things going and is one of the best hitters in the league for the yeah. rest of the season. So he's just kind of been underwhelming for this whole shortened season and just kind of just started to get it going. So he might mm-hmm. be hitting his stride right now. Interesting. Yeah. Well, uh, if we go to the bullpen, we see yes. that Trevor Rosenthal is more or less their closer right now. Does that, is it, or that's kind of what it seems like. Yeah. I mean, or is it the other guy? I mean, <laughs> I forget. I think they do sort of like this committee approach, but yeah. he's as good. A, if you're going to slot someone in there, he's as good a person to put in there as any, I mean, since he's gotten on the Padres, he's been very good. Yeah. And he was very good with the Royals this season before, like it's true. It's kind of resurged. Um, the other guy I was thinking of was Pomerantz, mm, Drew Pomerantz. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it does seem like so. I I do wonder if um, uh, the Padres in this first round will have a game where they just try to piece it together with their bullpen. Yeah, I would believe it. I think that. At least if Lamette can play, I think they still would go um, throwing out like Davies, Paddock, Lamette. I think that they would do that. And yeah. especially Paddock, keep him on a short string. But I mean, what? Even today, I think the Astros only let Grinky go four innings. So that's just playoff baseball. <laughs> that's, a playoff base. that's what the playoffs are known for yeah. starters going four innings. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, like, a lot of the greats. But that's 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 baseball nowadays. And the Padres, yeah. the Padres do seem like they're on the forefront of a lot of the more advanced style of managing and forward-thinking 
front office, forward thinking in yeah, terms of it was, metrics. After that one sort of disastrous Justin Upton season, it seems like they kind of got their shit together and no, pretty smart front office. Yeah. It is it is a nice thing <laughs> as a fan. I mean, I've I've suffered through a lot of bad Knicks front offices. Yeah. Knicks fan. And uh, Well, I mean, I also am in football a New York Giants fan. So <laughs> it goes both ways. Well, that's it, maybe the stupidest front office in the league. Are they is it still what's his name? Goodfellow or something? Uh, Gettleman. <laughs> Goodfellow. <laughs> Just a giant idiot. Yeah. Yeah, as as everybody else in the league was uh, realizing that you shouldn't spend a lot of money on the running back position, he decides to draft Saquon Barkley. Yeah, or just drafting Daniel Jones way too high based off intangibles, and it's like, <laughs> 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 but he had intangibles. Yeah, well, yeah, and I was reading actually with 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 Goodfellow that <laughs> he he may get an excuse. This year, because of the Barkley injury, mm. they may just realize, well, nothing could happen. So, you know, and he'll, oh yeah, God. he should not get another year. I mean, part of me is like, just keep him there long enough to like come essentially do like a Sixers style process. <laughs> but just by accident. Someone. Yeah, there's no big contracts because nobody has earned them. And just like when he's gone, all his like shitty signings will be out the door. And it's like, all right, complete start over. We're bringing in Michael Carter Williams, Julio Okafor. <laughs> You're talking about the Giants, right? To bring in oh, Julio Oh, yeah, they're Okafor. signing Michael Carter Williams and Julio Okafor. <laughs> um, have you been watching the NBA playoffs? Yes. Yeah. Who do you like? Uh, who do you like in the finals? I like. I want to say the Heat, but I think it's going to be the Lakers. I also want to say the Heat. I'm definitely rooting for the Heat. Um, yeah. And I'll say the Heat. I think the the Lakers just don't have enough depth. I mean, I hear you. I feel like part of the problem that Heat's ran into a little with the Celtics, though, is like some of their depth kind of got exposed. Yeah. Like Crowder looked really shitty in that one. Duncan Robinson disappeared for like four out of the six games. And then it's like, oh, like if these guys aren't showing up, they lose a lot of that advantage. Yeah, that's certainly true. I mean, their advantage was being able to switch everything and then and having this great second unit. But uh Andre Iguodala, former finals yeah. MVP, who's been in I think he's been in some something like six straight finals or something. Oh my god. Yep. He's uh he's the new LeBron. Yeah. Watch the throne, Andre Iguodala. <laughs> Do you think Andre Iguodala is going to the Hall of Fame? I have been wondering that. I I think if the Heat win this year, yes. Mm. And if not, he'll probably get in. But like, he's he's towards the lower end of a Hall of yeah. Famer, and some of that'll just be based on the fact that he has a Finals MVP. 
I don't know that like the full NBA Hall of Fame politics, but I know like for like NFL and baseball, they'll have like those weird like legacy ones where it's just like, here's like a guy from the seventies who wasn't recognized in his time. And now we're putting him in and you're just kind of like, who? (laughs) Like I could see if the heat lose this Andre Iguodala being that guy in like the 2020s or like 2030s where like, old people will be like, oh, yeah, this guy, more important than the stat show. And, like, young people just being like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck, old man? Don't you know it? And then and we're talking about the intangibles of Andre Iguodala and his locker yeah. room presence. <laughs> just like, oh, remember how he really deed up LeBron in that one finals? Yep. And it's just like, yeah, it's not going to show up anywhere. Right. Like 30 years from now, there will be no evidence of that. But yeah, there will be evidence of LeBron blocking him in the finals. That's true. That's never going to go away. Yeah. Well, Bam, uh, at least now, is in the conversation for best all time playoff block. Yeah, that was really cool. Bam is pretty cool. All right. So, what is your prediction for this series, uh, San Diego and, and St. Louis, that is? I'll say Padres in three. I think I'll go with Padres in three, too. Saying that uh, Paddock loses. I honestly am not sure. Like, because Paddock is more talented than Davies, but... So I could see... I'll I'll pencil in the Lamette game as a win, whether they rely heavily on bullpen or not. I'm going to assume he starts game three, and I'm going to assume that the bullpen comes in pretty early, and they win that one. But I'm just chalking up one to the fact that, like, the Cardinals are, like, a veteran team. They know what they're doing there. Davies is always has a razor-thin margin of error because he doesn't strike people out. So that could go bad. Or maybe Paddock is just bad because he's been bad recently. Yeah. So one of those so, is not going to go well. Yeah. 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 Uh, I, I do hope there is, like, some one series has, like, some just some games with just a bunch, a lot of runs scored, which could be this. I mean, they have one of the best offenses. Yeah. We haven't had a, whoa, Houston won four to one. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. That one was close for most of it. I think, yeah, Houston scored three runs in the ninth. Minnesota bullpen fucked up. Yep. They fucked up bad. And Houston, of you know, the villains of last year got the first yeah. win of this postseason. But they're the team, true. If, if I was in the AL, they they would be the team that I would want to play in the first round. And yet, here they are, well, up one to nothing. And it's like, I feel like the Twins are like such a fun team, too. Like, it's a bummer if they yeah. get knocked out by this evil <laughs> team with a losing record. But yeah. Maybe so. Maybe. Maybe maybe <laughs> Nelson Cruz is finally going to age. He actually he actually had uh, the Twins only RBI today. Oh shit. So not yet. So not yet. Next year. Oh my god. What a crazy player. Still so good. <laughs> I know. It is crazy. And he was he kind of had a late start, right? Like he was I think when when he first started putting some good seasons together. He was oh, already, like, in his late You're 20s. right, because he was, like, 
a semi-failed Brewers prospect, I think. And then there was that. I remember this because I was living in Wisconsin when it happened. They traded Nelson Cruz, and like the big thing they got back was Kevin Mensch. You remember him? <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, like because like Nelson Cruz had been like the next coming forever, and I think he was like 24, 25 when they traded him, and he'd just done nothing. And we got Kevin Mensch for him. Yeah. And then he like blew up on the Rangers and that was that. Yeah, great. Can <laughs> Kevin Mench Kevin Mench was like an okay player in his prime. Oh yeah. He's like an ideal fourth outfielder, but if he's in your starting right. lineup, it's kind of a weakness. Yeah. Also known for having a huge head. What's Kevin Mench's hat size? Do you think we can figure that out? Yeah, I think I bet it's on the internet somewhere. There um there's this one building on like 50 it's on like 60th street on the east side of manhattan and <laughs> it was known size? around the league as shrek because <laughs> of the size of his head and his head size was eight and a quarter wow pretty big yep uh so so there was one year like at the start of the season they put like a Yankees cap on a giant inflatable Yankees cap on top of the building. And someone on ESPN was like, Oh, it's Kevin Mench's hat. (laughs) He also had, I think I I do remember he once had a uh, stretch of maybe 10 games in a row where he homered. It was probably more like eight games. Uh, And he was like someone who wasn't drafted in fantasy. So people started picking him up and then that was kind of it. he never did anything after that. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, he's just well, like a guy. He is. He's he's a mensch. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Properly named. Properly named. All right, Marcus. Thanks for joining. Uh, yeah, for best sure. of luck to you, the Padres, and uh, Trevor Rosenthal. And uh, maybe we'll talk again if the Padres do indeed make it to the next round. I hope so. I hope so. All right, anything you'd like to plug before we get out of here? Um, yeah, same old Armory Comedy shows. Check those out. Yep, Thearmorycomedy.com. It's thearmory-comedy.com. Is, Is that, that true? Or, no, I think I made that up. Huh? I've been huh. telling everybody to put a dash in there. Oh, my God. All those <laughs> no wonder traffic is plummeted. It is just thearmorycomedy.com. You know, I'm thinking of the pit-nyc.com. Mm. Yeah, common mistake. The Armory Comedy. Anywhere? Oh, I bet just the pit was taken. I was going to be like, does the pit have other locations? <laughs> they do actually now. Not th- oh, they, North Carolina one. Yeah, right. Mm. Yeah, it was probably someone had the pit.com. And it was uh, for fanfic from the movie PCU. Hmm. Yeah, you got to lock that down. You got to lock that down, Ollie Farnockian. All right. Well, I, of course, am at Larry the Athlete on all social media, and you can subscribe to Larry Knows Sports wherever you listen to podcasts. Have a great day. Have a great night. Have a hoop dream when you go to sleep.